Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 597 of the Drunk Dashers podcast. I'm host as always. I'm Tyler. And join me. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, after this week, I hope that it's going to be a chill next week. I'll, I'll tell you that much, man. I mean, it wasn't too bad at work. Obviously, busy store, busy people, lots of interesting stuff, but... At the same point, man, it's been that sort of same old, same old sort of thing this past week where it's like, come home after work, watch some YouTube, maybe some Twitch if I want to, then I start playing a little bit of stuff on the 3DS and uh, and wine. There are a couple times where I feel like I am so tired, I feel like I want just to play something in bed, and then after about an hour, I drift off to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Once the football season's done and over with and stuff, uh, obviously it's going to free up a lot more time on my Sundays, hopefully. But uh, other than that, though, man, not much, man. I mean, I'm obviously kind of excited for the game, to, for the recording for like uh, for us. It's like Saturday night, so tomorrow's the Super Bowl. Yep. So it's like I'm excited to watch that alongside my dad because, well, for one, my dad and I, what's hilarious about this, though, is like, it's 30 years ago, almost to the day, where my dad and I watched the Niners win their last Super Bowl. I mean, I was five or six years old. That's my first major football memory, Yeah, was that Super Bowl. But the thing is, it's like with my father and stuff like that, I mean, I'm not too sure how long he's going to be around, because he's already in his late 70s and everything else and stuff. I really want my dad to see the Niners win one more Super Bowl. I do not care if they do not ever win another championship after this or whatever. I want my dad and I to enjoy one last go around watching the Niners win a Super Bowl, be incredibly happy and just have that moment. That's yeah. my personal wish. I mean, help. That's just something that I've, that's been weighing on my mind this past week. But other than that, man, it's like, <sighs> Got a little bit nervous. Not gonna lie. Got a little bit nervous about tomorrow. Yeah. But no. at least, at least my dad and I are gonna be able to watch the thing. I mean, did a free trial for Paramount Plus. They have like a free week, obviously, right before the Super Bowl is coming up. Smart. <clears throat> but uh, I know I decided like just there and then just to try it that way. Do not want to watch the Nickelodeon. I know that. Uh, Coward. Well, you know what? I know that some people want to watch it on Nickelodeon. I mean, mostly kids. But uh, <laughs> thing being is, we would be watching on CBS, but because CBS no longer has a deal with either DirecTV or Dish or anything of that sort. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, nobody can watch it on Channel Seven <laughs> for Damn. CBS and stuff, and so you have to watch the Nickelodeon stuff. But. Uh, I have one of my coworkers season and go to like the, the casino and stuff like that to watch it there or like go to other people's houses watching that stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck that, man. I'm just going to go and just do what I feel like doing. I just do a free trial, check yeah. out the live feed as it goes on. First time I'm ever going to go through and stream something. But, uh, yeah, man, that's just my, my week though. How have you been? Um, incredibly depressed, you know, uh, I talked <laughs> about last week. Uh, that, you know, I had, I had this, this past week off mm. and I, I said last week, I'm like, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm going to a week off. And then I said, but next week I'm going to be depressed as hell. And yeah, here I am depressed as hell. Uh, <laughs> just like, like it's, it's like, I don't know. I was telling you for the show. It's like, 
Uh, my work like requires us to like take we had to take our vacations in one week like mm. at a time and I hate it because it's just like like I don't go anywhere I don't have enough money to go anywhere like it's February so it's not like awful around here but it's not like nice either so it's like other than like taking my dog for a done one second W A L K um I don't I really got nothing to do uh so <laughs> it's like by like by like Wednesday rolls around I'm just like. I don't really know what to do here. Like, you know, it's like I bought, like I, I was like, I knew I was gonna be so bored. I bought Suicide Squad to give me something to do on my vacation. That's where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> came, <laughs> I, I almost spit, spit my freaking no. That was my water. That's my freaking Dr Pepper. I almost uh, spat my Dr Pepper over my new computer here because yeah, that freaking, suck. just yeah. the thought that you were so bored throughout this thing, you literally bought Suicide Squad just to entertain yourself. Well, I mean, entertain is a is a few steps higher than I'd be willing to go. But just to kill some time, honestly. Oh, just to kill some time? Just a little endurance <laughs> yeah. run for you? Pretty much, yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> that, and then, uh, yeah, pretty much it. It's been, uh, it's been nice, like, sleeping and everything like that. But, yeah, but, like, by the time, like, Wednesday rolled around, like, Wednesday afternoon, I was just, like, I don't know. Like, the depression started to hit because I'm, like, well, it's getting close to the weekend, which that means it's the, almost the end of, like, my vacation. But, I don't know. I'm also just, like, I really don't want to, don't really know what to do. It's kind of so I just kind of feel like you know the last like three days have been like I've been playing like a lot of Last of Us which has been fantastic, but it's just like I don't know. Other than that, it's just like it's not a game I want to play for like five hours straight. It's just mm, it's a very intense game, so it's tough to play. So like other than that, it's like I'm just like feel like I'm just like wasting time. So uh, but I don't know. I'm doing. I don't know. I mean, I'm doing all right. You know, it's first world problems here. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to Super Bowl. I'm not wearing my Taylor Swift jersey because I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Gable, it's not a jersey; it's a Taylor Swift T-shirt. Uh, I'm not wearing that because I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I really don't care who wins. This. I mean, obviously, I want you to be happy and your dad to be happy, but mm. as a, like you. a fan of the game itself, I don't really care who wins. Um, so understood. Uh, I've been there. Yeah. So it's just like I'm just gonna watch. Like, I'm just hoping for a good game. So that's that's where I'm at. I just yeah, I'm just wearing the shirt because I'm a Swifty. So, um. But yeah, uh, other than that, doing great. I'm doing fine. You know, could be worse. Uh, but, anyways, if you guys uh, like the show um, and want to continue supporting us, want to support us more, you can you know just subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, like our shows, um, share with friends. Same thing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Excuse for burping in the mic. Twitter, uh, Facebook, all those things. If you want to just follow us there, uh, five star reviews, leave comments, stuff like that. Tell your friends. I really would appreciate if you did that for us. You know, we're just, uh, we're two guys. We have full-time jobs and we just do this because it's fun and, you know, we don't make any money. We just do it because we love video games and love talking about them. So, uh, without further ado, Gables, let's jump into it. Um, it's been, a, it's been a busy week for content. Uh, you yeah, know, I, I will say the, the first few days was kind of nice because we recorded like Saturday and then like, uh, we did like an emergency pod on Sunday or uh, Monday for the Xbox up. And then I did a live react on Tuesday for final fantasy. So I was like, that was nice. And then it was just like, after that, I was just like, okay. But, uh, anyways, um, we, so we kind of did a merge pod about Xbox and like go, possibly going third party and all the rumors are out there. Yeah. And feels like we hear you. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, you know, so, so it's been about a week now. It's been, we did this on Monday afternoon. It's now Saturday night. Um, is anything, are you feeling any different or like, is there anything else you like, maybe we didn't touch upon that you want to touch upon or how are you feeling now Gables about a week later? All right. Well, oh, nearly a week removed from our emergency podcast that we had. Oh, well, honestly, I really don't feel too much like different, though. I'm just kind of waiting and seeing what the response is going to be here from Microsoft during their initial conference this week, this coming week, just to clarify things. But, uh, 
yeah, there's definitely still a lot of questions that need to be answered here, and not by, like, random people that uh, have certain insider knowledges and stuff, because there's conflicting things on that yeah. front as well. So you're not sure what in the world is real and what isn't at this moment in time. So anybody could just go and just spout something now and people would think it'd be believable. And that's not the type of thing that we need right now. It's like for for fans of gaming, especially for like fans of Xbox right now, they need clarification from Microsoft in general. So there's nothing really I want to add too much to it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like that's kind of the way I felt for pretty much the, the whole time now is just like I... The problem is it's so easy to go doom and gloom. And I was kind of a little disappointed in myself because I was like, when we did the podcast, because it was like, I wanted to stay away from the doom and gloom, but it's so easy to just go down that rabbit hole of like, well, yeah, if this, what about therefore? Then the problem, like I said, even in that show was like, problem is right now, it's like, it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole because you don't, uh, you know, it's, you, we don't have any information. So it's just like so easy. It's like, it's not like, I don't know. It's just, you can see how people like go, turn into conspiracy theorists where they take like the, sh- the tiniest like shred of like truth. And then like, well, if this happens, so maybe this happened. And then the next thing you know, you know, steel beam just can't get melted by jet. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to wait, especially now, like I said, like uh, we, we're seeing like really reliable sources that like have been that have been on top of this in the beginning, like especially on the Xbox side of things, uh, leaking out this information, reporting on it. Um are now like infighting and backtracking on certain things mm-hmm. they said, uh, you know, and like some are saying like, Oh, Starfield isn't going third party. And then some people are saying, yes, it is still. So I feel like it's just like a matter of time before, um, you know, I, I, you know, we're going to, I hope it's kind of what I said on Monday is like, I think Phil really needs to like nail this message. And I hope it's not just like the thing we see all the time where it's just like, it's going to be like a green logo, like a green background with like yellow lettering, a white lettering. And it's just like, you know, a word salad. Here's a two paragraphs that say nothing overall. It's like, it's going to be a, I don't even, I don't even want to say it. it's a case by case basis. Like I, I'm like, I don't, I don't want them. Like, I don't, I'm not saying like, you need like a hundred percent, like nail down everything. Cause the problem is like, mm-hmm. if you have to pivot later on, people are going to take that and run with it. Um, like people even like, people are already freaking out because of Phil Spencer. Like now people are saying that he, he uh, committed perjury during the FTC report because, like, some of the things, like, based off of this reporting here, and people are like just running with or saying he perjurized himself because of things he said during this, which we don't know for a fact. You know, mm. if this is gonna I happen, it's a even bit too over the yeah, exactly. over the top here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So I, I just, I, I just think he needs to have like a good message. He needs to say it smartly and like at least like a, a somewhat clear outline here of like you know if. Um, you know, if it's like, hey, like the legacy titles that, you know, are Xbox game studio games, like talking like, uh, you know, the Holy Trinity of Forza and Gears and Halo. And then like even the games like Fable and things are like when you think Xbox, you think these titles, these IPs, yes. these franchises like like, hey, these are not coming. But like things that like, yeah, like a Bethesda game that like we still haven't got to the point yet where like I think we, we like we know Xbox owns it, but we don't. Like, when we think Bethesda, we don't think Xbox, you know? Um, at least not quite yet. And even still, during when they do the Summer Game Fest stuff, they even still say Xbox and Bethesda, you know? So they haven't fully... Inter- and, like... So, anyways, like... I don't know. Like, if they end up breaking that down and it's, like, a year later, like, that's fine. Like, I don't think that's a big ordeal. Like, if Starfield comes out this fall and it's been over a year, and that's where they come out and say, like, hey, 
Hellblade Two is going to come to PS Five, uh, you know, uh, twelve months later. Like I don't, I still feel like you know, if you're an Xbox owner, if or like you're looking at someone buying a console, it's like, hey, like you can still play day one on Game Pass, and have all the other great things that come with Game Pass. Like I still love Game Pass; I think it's a great service. Or you can wait a year and then play these on the PS Five and pay us seventy bucks. So kind of, what do you want to do? So I mean, I don't know. I still feel like you know, obviously case by case if you're someone that can't have, like this thing has been very frustrating to me like i'm, I'm going on a rant here gables i apologize um <clears throat> this has been very frustrating i've listened to a lot of content creators a lot of people uh talking about this or like the problem is like they talk about how it affects them and it's like okay but you're, you're like reporting like you're supposed to be reporting on the news talking about how this like affects the gaming industry as a whole and like right you know, like the problem is like yeah okay cool you have a superpower you have a two thousand dollar pc you already have all three consoles like Mm-hmm. Most people, most people that don't, you know, like yeah, Gables and I, yeah, we sure we have all three consoles, you know, so it doesn't really majorly affect us either. But oh, the right. way I look, the way I try to look at it from the lenses is like people that like, you know, they only bought one, or maybe they buy a Switch and they buy, they pick like, okay, well we got to pick one, or maybe they just get one all together, and it's just like, you know, you can only what get. What if a PS5. they're like exactly like what if they're like just an, like eighteen year old like like adult or something that just has their first job, want to get their first system. And that was their first system. And they want to stick with that. You know, yeah. I mean, they're kind of mm-hmm. locked down to just one option. You know, I'm kind of trying to see the viewpoint of the consumer that only decided to invest in one system because they like playing those type of games on Xbox platforms. You know, that's yeah. more so for them and stuff. Instead of just focusing more on us where we have every freaking yeah. game thing. Yeah, and I, I can get like it's easy for me to like because I'm like oh, well, whatever it's not like, I, I, but it's like I don't know that's the way I look at it is like when I try to think of these things like you know like the I feel like I'm stuck, it's like I feel like Dusty Rhodes here the common man you know, um, you know about how you know like yeah like or like if you're a teenager and you you have to rely on your your Christmas gifts and birthdays, and like you know it's like hey like you tell your parents like you know like you you know your parents can only afford maybe to get you one of the two and it's like that's mm-hmm. a I don't know like. If you're a kid, and it's like you're you're only getting games like you know like when I grew up like I only got one console you know I uh, you know like I, I mean it was not like I was like like I was like had a bad childhood here but like I got one console you know and I I usually got like a Game Boy or that you know something I got the Game Boy and I got like one of the one of the big three consoles and I picked GameCube and uh, you know and I, and I had the Game Boy and um, you know if you're a kid like that you know especially the price of these consoles the way everything is nowadays everything's way really expensive. Um, you know, it's like, maybe you can only get one. It's like, that's a, you know, it's a tough decision for that kid, you know, where it's like, cool. Like, you know, I don't know. Anyways, um, that, that was just a very frustrating, like when I listened, like I, Paris Lily is like the one person I like this week, like I was following him on Twitter. I was reading a lot of his tweets and stuff like that. And he was like the only one that was consistently, like, I felt like kind of got it from all perspectives. Like he talked about his perspective. He talked about what it meant for the gaming industry. And he talked about what it meant for, you know, just the regular gamer that, you know, maybe doesn't even know this is happening right now. But uh, yeah. maybe they will or whatever. Anyways, um, I'm, I'm we don't know when it's gonna happen. I imagine they'll probably say something Monday. At least I hope so. Um, and like, you know, maybe not like, hey, like, tell us the answers on Monday, but give us like a timeline on Monday. You know, like, hey, like, expect something Tuesday. But we don't even know what it is. Like, is it gonna be a message? Is it gonna be a video? Is it gonna be the the a Twitter with the like I said, a screenshot with some the like. You know, like the cyberpunk, you know, it was getting delayed. Like it's the white, it's the yellow background with the black lettering, you know, like. Or um, maybe they're just going to post a video or something about a Viking funeral. 
Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Phil Spencer's just shooting an arrow, and like a, a fire arrow, and it's gonna land. It's gonna. It's oh, ooh, it's Senua, uh, doing it to an Xbox. I don't know. Um, like an Xbox Series X, and it's just going off into the sun. It's yeah. off into the night. Yeah. I'm know. sorry. I'm making light of this yeah. though, but at the same no, time, the visual. No, is I mean funny. it's 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 video games. Like in the end, it's like it's not that serious, but it's just like I get it from a consumer standpoint. Like I don't know. I everybody you know. Everybody needs to calm down. They're being too loud. Um, I had to get one Taylor Swift quote in there. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. I just hope that, like, they come up Monday like, and tell you, like, hey, expect news, you know, Tuesday or Thursday. I'm assuming maybe not Wednesday because it's uh, Valentine's Day. Mm. Maybe Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, if, they, if, they, if it's Friday afternoon, I'd say maybe be concerned because that's, like, <laughs> bad news news dump day, uh, news dump time. Uh, but, you know, for, maybe for gamers. But uh, I don't know. Like, We'll, we'll we'll do i'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot next week but uh yeah i don't know but i hope they just give us a, like I said, a, a timeline soon so maybe that will kind of help bring everybody down a little bit um i don't know it kind of sucks it all kind of anyways we just move on here uh yeah let's get let's get in some uh crazier news here yeah so about the nintendo uh quarterly reports here we got a lot of information i just love how nintendo does this where like you know, Nintendo. Luckily, all they do well, they consider themselves a toy company, but they're like they're what they do was video games. So like they pretty much you know like we're PlayStation and uh, Xbox because they are you know just small piece they're small pieces of a pie in a big company. Um, we don't get a lot of information about you know their, how well their games sell or even the console sales. You know, Xbox isn't reporting sales anymore. Uh, we usually only ever get an update on the PlayStation sales like every like ten million or so. Uh, I know mm-hmm. recently it just passed fifty million. It's like selling faster than what the PS4 did. Um, but, uh, anyways, we got some information here about the Nintendo switch. Uh, so overall, um, so, so this is all, everything here is all from December 31st. So nothing past nothing in 2024 yet. So this is all Q3, um, fiscal year Q3, 2023. Um, so overall, uh, compared to the last fiscal year, switch sales are down about 8%, but still sold uh, 13.7 million units. Um, Total Switch uh, now is at 139.4 million. It's about 16 million shy of the PS2. Um, software sales are down about 4.7 million, which not to be not too surprised there. Uh, this is pretty crazy, Gables. Yeah. Uh, th- the first part here isn't. The next part is 24 million. Uh, 24 titles sold at least a million units during the fiscal wow. year so far. Okay. Um, which I don't know how impressive. It, I don't know if like because and that's you know, the fiscal year right so far yeah so this is the first nine months of the fiscal year obviously we're okay. still in the last quarter of the of the fiscal year yeah uh, i don't know how impressive that is because obviously like we don't we don't get sales information a lot on ps5 and xbox one and steam stuff like that so i'm sure they probably get a lot more because they get the call of duty they got they get star wars call of duty shit like that but the, the impressive part is the next part here of those 24 titles that sold a million units 17 were first party <sighs> Wow, dude. I mean, that's kind of not surprising because of how much, how much people really covet like a lot of those first-party Nintendo games. But at the same point, seventeen out of the twenty-some odd twenty-four, yeah, yeah, the twenty-four like some odd like games for the Switch. You know, I mean that that's just a testament, man. People really want to invest, like I'd say, like games like Mario Kart Eight or Smash Brothers or like like Mario Odyssey, like all those all those games that. are like label Nintendo exclusive, you know. I mean, there's probably a reason why they're so successful with this type of thing, man. But still, it's crazy to think that so many of them are not only first party, but like over a million dollars just inside of one fiscal like quarter. Yeah. You know? Well, this is 
over nine months of a fiscal. Oh, over nine yeah. This months, is this so far for the year, not just for the three month period. Okay. Um, okay. So just sorry for the about year. that. Got it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, because I'm trying to think of like how many first party games came out last year, like so far. In, um, in the, there's a couple in the, I can think of. There was like Pikmin Four. There was Fire Emblem Engage. There was Tears of the Fire Kingdom. Fire Emblem Engage was Fire Emblem Engage was. Uh, the, the last fiscal year. So it was oh, okay. From April first of last year to December thirty first of last year. Well, shit. So, if that's the case, then so, all I can think of is Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin Four. Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin Four, Mario RPG, Mario Wonder. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Metroid Remastered that came out in February, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Um. So is that just so basically what four? I don't know. If, I don't think that that Bayonetta game that that weird one they put out i don't know if that counts as first party but i don't think it sold a million units either um so. i'm not sure if that's uh like bandit origins actually sold over a million i don't i don't know about yeah, that I, I mean maybe like, they could have announced it but I, usually they announce it that could so. have but i mean I, they could have like uh announced it if they did cross that threshold but god i think that game i think that game probably did like it it didn't sell too well inside of physical retail from what i understand i mean yeah. I'm not sure about the numbers and stuff, but if I had to take a guess, maybe it was like about five hundred thousand, possibly. Yeah. Well, because I know Bayonetta three like was kind of a disappointment sales wise, so um, mm. like it still sold multiple multiple millions, but it's like only a couple. And I think that they were like, I think it sold less than the Bayonetta two remaster that we got. So oh, um, or maybe it's close to that. Uh, I can't remember. But anyways, so far this is what we have for so sort of like. Of the uh, the three games that came out kind of in the, the latter half of the year, um, Mario Wonder, which came out in the first week, or no, end of October. Oh, yeah, that's right. 11.96 million units. Uh, Mario RPG wow. that came out in mid-November, uh, already at 3.1 million, which already outsold um, Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo. Uh, and then Pikmin 4. Pikmin 4 is already was already the best-selling uh, Pikmin game of all time. It's now at 3.3 million. So Excellent. Uh, pretty crazy that like even like these smaller tier like i don't know i'm not like saying they're like bad game, like not at all like they're still good games but like they're like on the on the like nintendo scale they're like these are like c tier franchises like mario rpg and pikmin 4 and they still sell three million units so uh i'm sure like you know like luigi mansion uh three is like four, almost 14 million units like and now i put that like a c tier as much as like i love luigi's mansion um it's probably one of my favorite franchises but i'd still probably put that in C tier, maybe bottom of B tier. I don't know. Um, I definitely I'm, would see it as a lower end of like a B tier, but I don't know. Like, well, there's more Pikmin games than there are Luigi's Mansion, so I don't know. Well, uh, I understand uh, that, Tyler. Like, I, understand I, I guess that. unless like if we're gonna like do S, if we're gonna, like say S tier, A tier, B tier, I'd probably yeah put up put it in B tier. But uh, Captain Toad, unfortunately, is probably like in C tier, probably maybe even D tier. I don't know. They only made one bullshit. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> digital sales are up about 11 percent, and uh, I kind of went through a bunch of their graphs and stuff. Like they do a really great job of like breaking the shit down. So they're out there. If you just like look, like just Google Nintendo Financial or Quarterly Reports, uh, it'll be the first thing that pops up. And it takes a little bit to find. There's like like I always gotta like click around until I find them. There's like three or four different things you can go through. But they like the slides are fantastic. Um, like I'm not sitting there acting like I fully understand everything, but uh, yeah, like uh, there, there's there's some really great details in there if you want to learn a lot more information on it. Um, but we do have some other information, like I said. Uh, the switch is at 139.36 million. Did I say 96 at the top here? I said three. No, I said 139.4. So if you want to be, you know, specific, it's 139.36 uh, million. They sold 1.2 billion software units. They're still second though all time in uh, 
um, sales for um, uh, software behind behind the PS2. What's crazy yeah. is like you would think like obviously like there's so much more there's so many more games out nowadays and there's like so many like dirt cheap ones on like these consoles uh, that you think that like they would just explode past that PS2. There's still like 300 million behind the PS2. Which is just insane because like that is you know, like most games like cheapest game were like twenty dollars back then, uh, and like now like you can just buy games for fucking pennies on the on like the PlayStation on like any of the consoles nowadays. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, it just blows me away. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm trying to I thought I, I thought I had some other information I want to talk about, but I do not. All right, uh, let's get to some of the top selling games on the Switch. We're gonna start here. I believe this is the top 10 list here. Yeah, top 10. So uh, starting from number 10 here, uh, number uh, 17.2 million units so far. Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Um, Tears of the Kingdom already in the, uh, already in the top 10 here at 20.28. Um, so already in the 20 million club, which, all right. Obviously, I'm going to preface this with, obviously, this is still a really good n- a number. Um, obviously, it's already over 20 million. I, what, what did surprise me, though, is in the quarter of like the holiday quarter from October through December, only sold about 700,000, which is still impressive. But surprise, it only sold 700,000 in like that three month span. But cause it, but I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it's just one of those games that like, um, you know, like most people that wanted it already bought it kind of thing. So I don't know. Uh, I was kind of surprised. But you see like all like these like other games, like there's 17 first party games that sold over a million units in a nine month period on the Switch. And only four new first-party games came out last year, so mm. um, that means there's 13 other older franchises that sold a uh, million units last year. But anyway, moving on. Uh, next up here, uh, Mario Party at 20.34, Super Mario Party rather. So I forgot there was two. Um, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is already at 24.36 million. Uh, I feel like it's got mm. a pretty good shot of passing Sword and Shield. That's just above it at 26.17. So. About 1.8 million behind. So, um, and they just released the, and they just released like the form, you know, like another like version of like Scarlet and Violet and stuff that includes the DLC with it. I was going to ask you that at okay. retailers. I mean, that for a full sixty dollars. So it's like, hmm. okay. I was going to ask if they, if they if they had done that yet. So I'm sure that will definitely um, boost it too. Um, Mario Odyssey here at 27.65. Uh, Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild here at thirty-one point six one. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate thirty-three point six seven. Uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizon at forty-four point seven nine, and that's I mean it's, it's slowed down quite a bit. Animal Crossing has so um, it's still, I mean obviously it's still extremely impressive. It's still selling a little bit, but it's not like you look at these other ones. You go quarter by quarter, you can see a decent jump every every quarter, or at least every year. You can look and see a decent jump. Uh, Animal Crossing is. I don't want to say fall off a cliff, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not, doesn't have, the it's length. been out for almost four years now. Yeah. Some of these games have been out longer and they're selling, they're like still selling like crazy. So, yeah, uh, but I mean, we talked about like animal crossing definitely got the, that COVID boost. Um, and yeah, it just like kind of like once COVID was over, it's kind of like selling yeah. like you would think it would sell. But this um, is the kind of like trend though with like animal crossing games in general to where they'll yeah. like, you'll play them for a while and stuff like that. But, uh, they really last like maybe like the the part of like the console generation of it itself. I mean, I'm speaking more or less from like say with DS with 3DS with like maybe not so much with the Wii because like City Folk really wasn't that great in that aspect. But 
for this one, you know, I mean, it has definitely lost plenty of steam, especially with that after the Happy Home Designer like DLC stuff like that that came out for it. But yeah. uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of like a trend for the Animal Crossing games. Well, they'll be out, they'll still remain popular for a few years, and then all of a sudden they'll just kind of dive right off and stuff because a lot of people have already played through that game and like probably for like maybe three or four years at this point you know and there's only so much you can do before it starts yeah it's like i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> yeah i mean like i said like it definitely it was a perfect game for like because it came out right before covid hit yeah it was the perfect game to play during that time because everybody's stuck at home and yeah there's a lot of people that like i played 600 hours of that game but it's like how many people would have done that if covid didn't hit so mm, i don't know who um, knows? yeah i mean a lot more people bought this game and probably played a lot more because they're like I'm just stuck inside. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna play this like it's it's pretty miserable around here. So I'm just gonna play this like charming little uh, positive, colorful game instead. Um, and then last but not least, here number one, no shock here, uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. And I'm like I'm not talking shit about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Obviously, it's one of the best. It's it's blown everything out of the water. I'm just saying, when you look at like it's just not the the sales are not keeping up with all the other big Nintendo IPs that came out during the Switch. And yeah. obviously, when you look at like. You know, like just the Switch is just fucking. It's Barry Bond. It's just like pumped full of steroids. Like as far as sales go, um, don't sue me, sir. Uh, Bar- allegedly, Barry Bonds, you're on steroids. Uh, anyways, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 60.58 million units sold. So uh, I do want to point out, though, people. I always got to point out. I'm a little upset. You know, I feel like you know, I definitely feel like you know we got to put an asterisk next to this one, like we do fucking like Mark McGuire or something, because uh, this does include console bundle sales. So that is part of it. Right. Um, um, and this, you know, Mario Kart 8 has been the holiday bundle game every year since 2018. So, got to keep that in mind. You know, so it's definitely been yeah. uh, boosted quite a bit, um, you know, because of that. So, I don't know. I mean, anything kind of stand out to you, surprise you about, you know, the, I mean, we're going, I mean, this is the seven year anniversary is a few weeks away. Yes, and, it is. I mean, this thing is still, they're still <laughs> thinking they're going to sell, um, another million or so this quarter here that we're in currently you know um, i'm more inclined to believe them because of because of the momentum is still kind of like i mean obviously it's down at this point because it's seven years on the market for the nintendo switch and the the tech has been has been like ever some more apparent showing and stuff of this they yeah. need something to be upgraded and stuff but i'm not so surprised is because we are already getting like some interesting games are going to be coming out in the span of the year. I mean, there's going to be a lot of which we don't even know about right now, but yet we're still seeing like potential remakes, potential like, like say like see maybe like little D tier type of games that from that ton of perspective, you know, I mean the princess peach game is going to be coming out fairly soon, which, you know, there's going to be a few people that are going to want to pick that up and stuff. But, uh, that Mario Donkey Kong comes out next yeah. week, I believe. Friday, I want to say. God, I I forgot all about that, dude. Yeah, because the demo's like, out now. So the demo, yeah, the demo is out there for the for those that uh, want to go for them and try it. I think it's the remake of the Game Boy Advance, yeah, original and stuff. But you know what? It's it's Marvelous Donkey Kong. I mean, the puzzle stuff they're fine and stuff. I mean, I know from my personal time trying to play a little bit of Marvel's Donkey Kong. I mean, it's all right though, but it's it's no Donkey Kong 94. I'm yeah. sorry. It's it's not Donkey Kong 94 to me, yeah. which I feel like that's a better game personally. But it's still it's still like reminiscent of like where Nintendo are putting out first party games. They may not be as big as say like say a Tears of the Kingdom 
or like say even like a Metroid Prime remaster or something but still you're going to have like you we have those games coming up and then obviously the Thousand Year Door remake that's later on this year. Yeah, and Luigi Mansion 2. Yes, um, absolutely. Is that yeah. the Grezzo one or uh, I don't think it's I don't know they haven't confirmed who's making it. Oh, it's not Grezzo. We don't know what Grezzo's doing yet. Um I yeah, that's the thing though. I'm not I mean, who's doing that port for uh, you know, you know the Nintendo is they don't like they don't tell you like they tell you wait for the the credits to come out. Like we didn't find out huh. who was we didn't find out who was Oh, uh No, we don't know. We have uh Next Level Games. Okay, Next Level Games. Yeah, I'm oh, interested wait. in wanting to play that. Or is it maybe my look I'm looking at the um no, they made the 3DS version. Oh, okay. I don't know who's making that. I don't think we know. You know, like huh. yeah, like Nintendo wouldn't even tell us who was who was um, voicing Mario until the <laughs> until the game until the game. You guys are like, hey, you gotta watch the credits. Come on. Um, oh my god. So you know, you know they they like keep it very secret who's making what. So, um, yeah. So we have no idea. But uh, but yeah, that uh, Luigi's Mansion two, like uh, that remaster and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing that on the Switch. And that's going to be a fun time. Yeah, like I, I'm, this is a I, kind of. It's obviously when you look at, it, it's like I feel like yeah, definitely this is going to like a kind of an underwhelming year so far. What we're looking at for Nintendo, like right, like it's like if you are a fan of those things, yeah, maybe you're excited for it. But uh, I don't know. Like I'm, like I said, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to like Mario vs. Donkey Kong is like definitely not, okay. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel now of just like yeah things out. I agree for this. Um, it's like. I mean the fact that Miyamoto is le- allowing a thousand year door to be put out because he know like we've like there's all like everybody's people like developers that talk about that game like he hated he hates that game for what they uh, for some way they they use the characters in their story um, so like the fact that like <laughs> either like he was very busy on, on Mario the Mario movie and if we just like they snuck it by him <laughs> like he still has no idea it's coming out I don't know um, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's definitely like a year where I'm just like, yes, this I, I, is definitely it's definitely like what you're saying though. It's like a, t- it's the twilight of the Nintendo Switch's life cycle. I mean, it's more than apparent. Remasters, slow churns and stuff until finally it's like they'll have another year or two or so on the market. Maybe release something here or there for like coincide what is also compatible with their next system. But yeah, it definitely feels like we're on the cusp of a of a reveal. Yeah, God, man, if we're not, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, man, if we have like another year of like this is like what we're looking at because I I don't I yeah like I, I think last holiday was like the final like real hurrah of the Switch. So yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, I'm definitely I'm like I don't know. Like, I'm I'm looking for, like I love Mario Thousand Year Door, but part of that is like I wonder how much like wh- how much why I like that game now. Like after playing Mario RPG and just kind of. I thought I could play like five hours of it. And I'm like, I'm just kind of bored uh, and stop playing it. Um, I didn't think it was bad. I was just kind of bored with it. And I'm just like, man, like I wonder, like, am I gonna, not going to like thousand year door? Because like, I mean, that's how much of that is nostalgia. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm not really like looking forward to Princess Peach. Like, you know, I don't know. Like that's not really doing anything for me. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Like, well, I didn't, man, like, I don't blame you. I mean, come on. Princess Peach, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Those don't seem like the type of games though that, uh, would really catch maybe say our interest as much only because it's like it's not it's not the kind of like experiences that we're kind of used to playing on like Nintendo systems itself it's more aimed towards like younger audiences for especially the the Peach game yeah itself which it feels it looks like one of those sort of like in the veins of like say Yoshi's like Crafted World or something where it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's tailor made for a kid's experience yeah. 
I'm sure like that's good. That's probably a game that's like, aimed at a lot of like young girls and stuff too. That are probably gonna love that. Right. So absolutely. Uh, yeah, it definitely does not seem like a, a me game or like a us game. Uh, Luigi's Two, like I didn't really care for Luigi's Mansion Two on the 3DS, so I don't know. Right. Like I'm, I'm gonna care for it on the on the Switch. I almost said Wii U, uh, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I already talked about Thousand Year Door, but uh, there's been some new information apparently that apparently that uh, we might actually hear about the new switch the next console whatever you want to call it uh next month in march um and like people have been hearing gdc is apparently a place that couldn't happen uh the game developer conference so that you could see that like also it could be a case where like there was that rumor um last last year where oh hell what's that conference um in europe in, in august Oh um, boy! Keeley does for opening night live for. I'm having uh, a brain fart on it, but it's basically. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I can't think of I, it. Uh, I can't think of it, but I understand which one you're talking about because we have, we have talked about that specific rumor. Gamescom. Gamescom. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so that's a big one. So a lot of people, there was a lot of people t- thinking that they were going to announce the switch, the new, or they were going to announce it there, and then come to find out later on was oh they're they were showing it because there's a lot of game devs there in Europe and a lot of people from Japan that were coming there because you know, it's closer. So um, we come to find out later on that, oh, no, they were like, that was like the first time a lot of developers were actually seeing it, seeing the, the new hardware or at least getting an idea of the power and what it could be. So I'm wondering if the same thing, maybe for that, for that where it's like GDC is that it's a game developer conference. Maybe there's going to be a lot, there's probably going to be you know a lot of people there. It's in the United States. So a lot of people that might be able to get to see it for the first time as well there. Um, yeah, but all you, know, you can see because I, I don't know. You look at Nintendo outside of the NX because they kind of had to announce that one. Like they announced it like in 2014, 2015. They kind of had to announce that because like the Wii U was was dead, obviously by then. Um, you know, it was like I wonder like how long do they have to like actually like really need to like push this thing? You look at like most of the time it's like what they announced. They revealed the Wii U, I think, at E3 and it was out in November. Um, the Switch they did that trailer for in October. They revealed everything in January. It was out in March. Um, the Wii did the same thing where they, and they, the revolution was at E3. They showed everything at Tokyo Game Show in September, and it was out yes. in November. Um, so I feel like they could probably do the same thing. Obviously, we don't have an E3 anymore, but I'm thinking like, if, say a thing comes out in September. I mean, I don't know. You, you can, I guess you can reveal it in March. That's about six months out. So. I don't know. Makes sense. I, I, you can, you can do the like, oh, like people doing the mental gymnastics about the Xbox shit. Like worst case scenario, you can do the mental gymnastics to talk yourself into the fact that hey, it might be there. What about you, Gibbles? You know what? That that'd be kind of interesting. I've also heard like the. I also checked into the various rumors though about maybe potential reveal in March as well. But uh, I think that barring where we're heading right now it definitely would be a possibility to where if we hear something in March, like a reveal or like even rumors about even more rumors about potential, what the system is going to, what it's going to be, what it's going to look like. Cause we can go forth and guess kind of like what we would like to see for the actual handheld itself. Cause well, it's if let's just say we do have like an announcement, like say next month, March and stuff for like this new console reveal and stuff. I just personally hope that uh, we're not waiting like more than like say six months in order to try to play it 
Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of I'm kind of personally hoping that uh, Nintendo, when they do reveal the system, that not only is it backwards compatible to Switch stuff, obviously, but oh, I'm gonna lose it, my shit if it's not. Well, absolutely, a bunch of people will lose their shit with that. But I hope they keep on the same type of route because let's look at the trends that's going on in the gaming industry right now, to where some of the most successful gaming systems right now are dock dockable and playing handhelds. I mean. Let's look at that, man. Look how successful the Steam Deck has been and stuff with their L like LED yeah. and like their OLED Steam Deck and stuff and how so many people love to play that device. Look at all the other type of like other handhelds that that are Ally. like portable PCs and stuff like the ROG Ally. That's well, excellent. The PlayStation Portal, like I don't we don't know how much it's sold, but that thing is like selling out as soon as it goes on goes in the stock. So Well well it's yeah, selling, exactly. So. If, yeah, and that's the portal. That's something that just streams something from yeah, your PS5 one. and stuff. Yeah. It's a cloud one. It's not even like a dedicated like game system, say like with a like a Switch or even like a Steam Deck, and it's still selling to that extent. There is a large. There's actually a bigger market than what we've expected in terms of like say handheld stuff to even like rumored like Xbox, PlayStation stuff potentially having their own type of things. But to get back what I was saying, it's I'm personally hoping that it's more of an elaboration on the current Nintendo Switch, what we do have. Hopefully, maybe they pull some sort of like technical like gymnastics or something like that with NVIDIA or who else they were working with in order to develop it's the... NVIDIA, yeah. Yeah, with NVIDIA or something. Because I've... Because... I personally hope it has something to do with like sort of like upresing type of techniques and stuff with say like with certain AI DLSS. portions with yeah like the DLSS stuff. I would love to see that in play because even if they cannot afford to have these specific type of parts to make it like a souped up like say okay you can do like 4K or 60 frames per second and stuff, but having those type of techniques and stuff to make it easier to make it look like that is close or perform to that level for their their games that they've had on their Switch for, like, God, for that entire library and maybe, like, having it to where... If, like, see, you're playing a game like Scarlet and Violet, right? Then all of a sudden, you put it in this new system and it automatically just improves the performance of this damn thing. Yeah. Like, hey, like it actually <laughs> that would at, be amazing to me. <laughs> to me, it's like if, that, if the new Switch comes out and it just runs at 30, that'd be great. Uh, but I th yeah, like I think like people like I don't know like people were talking about 4K. I wouldn't be shocked if like they like docked its 4K. But I, I feel like if like it, really with Nintendo is like if we can just like have a steady 1080 60, I feel like most gamers would be pretty happy with that. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, for, yeah, maybe not most, but I feel like most like a lot of people that are like understanding. Obviously, you got to take like the Twitter, the internet people off like that just lose their fucking minds over everything. But I don't know like. But for, for the common like, everyman, you know, that would be enough for yeah. some people to go forth and play like yeah, that. For, you know, for the people that, you know, that dine on pork and beans, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, those, you know, those folks, you know, that, yeah, like, or you have, you play with your kids. You just want like 1080, 60, like even for me, like I love, like, you know, I, I'm a sucker for, you know, the most beautiful, like goddamn games you've ever seen, like Final Fantasy VII Re, uh, Rebirth and Final Fantasy 16 and like Last of Us and shit like that. Like I love those like absolutely gorgeous games but like i don't know like nintendo like i just have a different expectation for them and like if they can just give me a stable 60 frames per second and just runs at 1080 like i'm fine with that like honestly like and if docked you get me 4k or even like you know you can kind of like you do like the fake 4k i don't know that's pretty good um that's kind of all i want from them um 
yeah, like I, I think for the most part they know like there's all you're always gonna have that sub that, that part of gamer that just won't play it because of the way it looks. Um, mm-hmm. but like I they know like they're already like they're not you know they're they're not that's not the who they're going for they're going for you know the every man the common man why are we quoting Dusty Rhodes so much in this podcast <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> weird uh, but uh, anyways um, yeah if we can you know if they they just they're just going for like. The the ocean, you know, I think I think they were like the 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 Wii and the DS and all that. Like, it was just like the like the blue ocean, like the ocean fat camera. We're like, we're just going for it. We're we're going for this everything instead of like focusing on like these people and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, and obviously like it's like Pokemon. Like, there's always gonna be a new eight year old. There's always gonna be new eight year olds with you know. All, you can always create new Mario fans. So and Zelda fans yeah, and, Vault, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Um, the next thing Gables I like. Obviously, I don't think anybody's actually going to guess the name because it's probably going to be something fucking stupid. Um, but we know, coming off the Wii U, we know more than ever how important a name can be. Yep. Um, and I was saying about the Sierra Day Gables, like I would love it. One, we, we're doing those E3 memories and like rewatching old ones. The next mm-hmm. one we want to watch, we got to do one here soon. I want to watch the um, the 2012 Nintendo, uh, the Wii U reveal one. I don't think we watched that one yet. Uh, oh, I want to watch that one because oh that's that's a moment Lord. I I want to go back and watch. Maybe when they reveal it, the new Switch, we go back that week and we we watch that old one. <laughs> but um, I think I'd be more inclined to do that, dude. Yeah, um, but like we obviously know how important like a name and uh, obviously like they like the Wii at that, but the last like couple years of the Wii, like people weren't buying games for it anymore. People, I think people were kind of over the Wii. At people that point. were burnt out at that point. Yeah. So they totally misread the audience, or you know, obviously they're probably, or maybe they're just too far into development they couldn't pivot, but also maybe they could have pivoted the name. Um, but man, like I don't, the, just calling it the Switch Two would be the easy thing to do. And I know there's gonna be Nintendo fans and a lot of gamers that's just like I don't like that, you know. Like I, I don't love it either, but it's like it's the easiest thing that like, you know, like iPhone 16, PS5, or you know the next Google phone, like whatever. They just go up in a number, and it's like consumers just know like hey that's the easiest way to like hey this the 16 16 is bigger than 15 so therefore it's better and it's, it's newer and it's better um i don't think it's gonna happen i just love either i don't know if i well, i don't love this one here i was there's two I'm, I'm i'm with switch 4k or um super switch and i feel like we've been saying super switch for years now uh but i don't know i feel like that's just in like Super Nintendo Switch, it, like it brings you back to like, hey, like, remember the Super Nintendo? Like you can get that nostalgia in there, play in there. Maybe they do like some cool button shit with like, I don't know. Oh yeah. I, because we talk about like, say like worst case scenario happens for like Xbox stuff like that, where we're just going full third party. Halo's coming, everything's coming. Like, PlayStation. All right, PlayStation. Like that's and we were talking about all that. I don't want to get into that, but we are. It's not crazy to think that and i'm not rooting for this at all like I, I love what the switch is doing i want to keep going going so on and so forth but it's not crazy to think that gables they can fuck this up <laughs> like, yes they it's, could it's not out of the realm of like who would have thought at going at like in 2009 2010 the, the nintendo would go from where they were to like where they were basically for the next like almost decade so it's not and crazy to think that they can royally screw this whole thing up uh, I don't want it to happen, obviously. Nobody wants that to happen. It happens in the gaming industry more times than you think. Because yeah. you'll have one leader that's been the leader for quite a long time. They get too arrogant. 
they think they're untouchable, and all of a sudden another console goes and takes its place in terms of the top of the leaderboard stuff. But what I'm saying is, like, it's happened before with Nintendo, with the NES, with the Super Nintendo, PlayStation, when that becomes popular and stuff, and Nintendo screwed over a whole bunch of people in terms of their cartridge stuff on the N64, went to, everyone of the developers went to PlayStation for the CD-based quality games at that point. PlayStation was a leader for their PS1, PS2. They dropped the ball with the launch of the PS3. Microsoft came in. They had the Xbox 360, a better system than what they had when they debuted with the Xbox and stuff. That was a leader for quite a few years. PS3 finally managed to somewhat catch up with sales towards the end of that cycle, but it was already too late. People synonymously know that like the Xbox 360, that was the hardcore gaming platform of choice. Yeah. And yeah. then the Wii, the Wii absolutely was the <laughs> was definitely the number two in terms of like say the in that point of view, but in the casual market, it was the number one up until, well, the last few years of its life, because at that point people got fatigued so much with it. Yeah. But I was losing money. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's there's so much room to mess up a console launch, and there's so much possibilities where you could potentially screw like screw up by having one wrong business decision. It could lead to major success, or it could lead to like sad, like depressing things. I like, say Sega getting out of the console market because of the failure of the dream, because of like the failure of the Saturn and stuff led Which to an excellent the system. The Dreamcast and the yeah. Dreamcast getting pulled like in two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, Xbox is still paying the sins of the Don Matrick era. Yeah, you know, he's been gone for a decade. It's like they're still yeah trying to fight off that, and like the, he put him so far behind uh, on that. So and like, like I said, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here, but it's not crazy that they can fuck this up. Uh, and, and usually when they fuck it up, it's coming off of like the the highest of highs. So, yep. Um, yeah, uh, I'm. Just, I just yeah, I don't know. I'm like. Do you like Super Nintendo Switch, or is there like a name you have in mind that you think would would work for them? Hmm. They just, like, they I do. New, I do like new... the name. You know, like, I do like the name Super Nintendo Switch because I can visualize it to where the aesthetics of the button layout and like the look of the system is reminiscent to a classic system. But if I had to make a, if I did have to make like a. A guess of what the next console's name would be. I think it would probably be something along the lines of something kind of generic, personally. So I would mm -hmm. say like the Nintendo Switch, like the Nintendo Switch, not like 4K, but like Switch the Nintendo Switch Next or something if, like that. What if it's Switch but with two eyes? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What if it's a switch or something with four Joy Cons? Oh my! Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like the controller is just a bop it. Uh... <laughs> you have two slideable things on the side, and you have two of them on the top and bottom. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's just a rect. Yeah, it's a rectangle. Uh, good lord. Yeah. I don't know. Like. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm. I'm just. I don't know. I like. I said, I, I'm just kind of at the point now where it's like I just want to just see the goddamn thing at this point and i hope yes. i hope it is because i just want to like i, I just want to be able to see it so like i don't have to hear about rumors anymore i don't have to hear about fucking um you know like people losing their goddamn mind um and yeah and like just we can get the ball rolling see the game stuff like that because it's been 
it's been a lot of years of this like what's in what switch pro and what the next switch when's going to come out so uh at this point just for my sanity i just not even i, I think more for my sanity than in the, the excitement as a fan i just want to see the fucking thing um let's move on here um final Fantasy seven had a state of play um mm. on tuesday i did a live reaction to it um if you're a fan of that uh, of final fantasy um just don't watch it the game's coming out just play the demo uh, I'll talk about the demo later, but just play the demo. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, man, I'm just saying, man, if you're waiting to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and you watched that initial state of play stuff, I mean, yeah, man, you you fucking spoiled yourself a lot with yeah, what's going on inside that thing, dude. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, I was surprised how much in depth detail they went in terms of the initial cinematic trailer towards the beginning of the state of play. For the end of the goddamn game. Dude, what's hilarious about that? What's hilarious about that is just the reaction of like other people, especially with guys like Maximilian Dude who loves Final Fantasy VII is going in there. And what's hilarious, man, is like when he started watching that state of play, he literally started watching. It's like you know, I don't think I should be saying this, right? It's um, and all of a sudden he's like, he literally just goes, "Okay, okay, I'm out, guys." I'm out. <laughs> he yeah. just goes and walks away, and he's just peering over by the side, you know. It yeah. just do it like this little thing. Okay, I'm watching it too much. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, who's this for? Because like, if you're someone that's like not a hardcore fan of this thing, like this means nothing to you. And if you're someone yeah. that like knows the story and loves this, loves it, and knows the games, like it's kind of spoiling a lot. So it's like, why the fuck am I seeing this? Um, but yeah, it, it's if you guys want to watch it, it's out there, I guess. But just play the goddamn demo. Um, what you play in the demo does carry over to the main game, which is great. So. Oh, um, good. Yeah, but uh, moving on here to our, uh, we got a December Sarcana report here. This is the uh, top twenty selling games of, oh, excuse me, God, uh, of December. Um, so, um, we should be getting a new one for January here soon, uh, like a couple weeks now. So, uh, but this is all December, so like the last month, obviously uh, before Christmas and shit like that. So, um. We're just going to run through this real fast because it's kind of old news here. Number 20, we have uh, USC 5. Number 19, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Number 18, Just, Just Dance 2024. Number 17, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, number 16, jumped all the way from 41 back to 16. Elden Ring, um, Jedi Survivor, 15. God of War Ragnarok was 14. Had a little, little bump probably because of the DLC. Um, Minecraft was 13. Uh, unfortunately, Sonic Superstars was 12. Um... Mario RPG was 11. Mario Kart was, uh, was, uh, um, I'm sorry. Mario Kart 8 was 10. Uh, NBA 2K24 was 9. Uh, 8 was, uh, Mario Kart. Jesus Christ. Mortal Kombat was, uh, number 8. God damn. It was like, starts with the M and there's like more, uh, anyways. Um, EA Sports FC 24 is number 7. Avatar, which is the only brand new game, uh, from December, uh, that's on the list here was number 6. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was number 5. Hogwarts Legacy was number 4. Madden NFL 24 was 3. Uh, Mario Wonder actually went from 5th to 2nd this month uh, for more, for uh, number 2. And then number 1, no surprise, Call of Duty Marvel for, uh, 20, uh, Marvel for 3 2023. So, hmm. yeah. You know, Go ahead. You know, there's a couple interesting things about that list. One, how low Tears of the Kingdom was instead of the, Deken- like the December... Like Sarcana stuff because it's like that game. How many? How like how many months was it on market or something like that before that point? I mean, what game? 
Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Did that release like in May, June? Or yeah, it was May twelfth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay, May twelfth, twenty twenty three, and stuff, and it dropped all the way down to the the seventeenth. Well, stuff the, the previous in November season. it was thirty third, so it wasn't even on the list. Oh wow. Okay, so it actually jumped up a bit. Good. Yeah. Probably because of sales at that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mario on. Wonder actually going from where it was like in November all the way up to number two. Yeah. In terms of like the sales, just under Call of Duty, I think that's a great testament to how good that game is, yeah. because there's there was a whole bunch of positive reviews, whole bunch of positive word of mouth. The game itself is so freaking crazy and so awesome. So it really doesn't surprise me that it's sticking within the top ten. But wow, dude, wow, just right in the second place slot and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was weird because it went from th- the opening month was fifth, and oh no. It came out in October, October twentieth. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty surprising to see it jump back up a little bit there. Um, no other like Mario Kart Eight went from twenty first to tenth, but I imagine a lot of that's probably because of uh, Switch bundles. Um, yep. But yeah, for the most part, I mean, it's kind of what you expect here. A lot. Of, uh, I think December sometimes is kind of the weakest month because there's not a lot of new stuff coming out. And it's just kind of like yep. what's. I mean, it was is kind of interesting. All right, cool. What's selling in the holidays, stuff like that. But I mean, this year. It's kind of like there's a lot of there's a lot of big holiday games that came out this year i thought so um no real surprise there um uh but a couple little things here for other news this week uh apparently there is a ps or persona 2 and 4 remaster in the work um uh, not like a remake but remasters um and then last but not least here it sounds like gta 6 um was reportedly supposed to come out in the first quarter of 2025 now it sounds like it's coming out after april oh wow so um that's based off of like they didn't uh announce that but kind of based off of like the uh, uh take 2k just did their take two take two just did their uh, quarterly report and uh they were expecting to have a massive increase in revenue uh this next fiscal year which goes through april 1st um and now they that went down quite a bit so people are i mean you assume the the, the big uptick would have been the new uh gta game and now that revenue went down, so you're probably going to assume that's probably the big change there. Um, oh, hmm. yeah. So, uh, all right, let's get into what we've been playing. Gables, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first, buddy? You know what? I'm going to go first because I'm going to. I don't have too much to talk about in terms of that. Obviously, I've been playing more Pokemon Diamond. My playthrough has now passed over 30 hours. It's definitely the longest one I've done in a while for a Pokemon playthrough, especially the older games. Honestly, the hours are almost like reminiscent to what I did play for, like say, Sword and Shield and like uh, Scarlet and like Scarlet Violet. You know that sort of time investment. And I've been enjoying my playthrough. Obviously, I've been rediscovering different things I haven't done in quite a while. Pokemon Crystal really isn't the version I play through a lot. I think maybe this is like my maybe like my fourth playthrough in its entirety. I mean, the first playthrough I did was in two thousand one when it released. Then, obviously, like, uh, I played through it. I think I played through it, like, once or twice, I think, on Game Boy Color. Then, once on the 3DS before, and now I'm just doing, like, a replay of it currently. But, uh, I finally beat the Pokemon League and the Champion with my team in Johto. I was inside of my, my Pokemon, were in their levels of their 40s and stuff. And, let me just tell you something, man. That final battle with Lance, that was probably one of the toughest things, like, I actually overcame with this team, because here's how it started out, you know, it's like, I started out with my Weeping Bell, my Weeping Bell Dudley, 
right? Against his Gyarados. So his Gyarados is like first and foremost, he usually leads with that Pokemon. I used Sleep Powder. I did like a couple of like uh, growth and stuff to increase the special attack. And uh, I finally was able to whittle down life points and stuff, take out his Gyarados, right? And so what comes in next and stuff, he has his, uh, I think he has his Aerodactyl and stuff, and I managed to somehow take out the Aerodactyl. But what was weird about this matchup and stuff is I had to contend with like freaking, not just the Charizard, but also like three freaking Dragonites. So this battle went back and forth, right? Like he was knocking out a couple of my Pokemon, like he knocked out my my Weeping Bell, knocked out uh, my Feraligator, Dingleberg and stuff, but not before Dingleberg took out like two out of the three freaking Dragonites and stuff. Like the last Dragonite, his level 51 had out had outrage. What had happened was I had my Crobat in. And Crobat knows fly, knows like bite, all of the other stuff. I timed it just right to where I kept using fly while he was using outrage. So it was like on my on the third or fourth like try with outrage and stuff that he let's see he ended up hitting me i was like maybe close to like about a quarter of my health and stuff and the thing about outrage is you could use it like three to four times in a row like you can't like get out it locks into that attack there after that and that initial sequence happens the pokemon gets confused and so what happened was when when I knew, like, he tried to attack me with Outrage to begin with, I used Fly, so he, like, missed two Outrages and stuff. But he hit me with two, I had a little bit of quarter health. The deciding factor of that whole match was, his Dragonite gets confused, and not just that, but he hits himself, like, he hurts himself in confusion and knocks himself out. <laughs> it was that clutch moment, man, and it was awesome. Because at that point, I was like... Okay, I want to get through the Pokemon leading champion, and I did it on my first try with this team. So they were in their close to their mid forties. As soon as I got to the post game, and did a lot of that stuff, first thing I did went to Saffron City, taught Haunter Psychic, got rid of Dream Eater, got rid of like Hypnosis because both of those moves are not good together because. Hypnosis has a 30% hit rate, right, of actually putting a Pokemon to sleep. Psychic, obviously, powerful move, can take out different types of ghost Pokemon and poison and whatsoever. But uh, my other move was to go and get a Leaf Stone. There's one NPC where if you register her number, on occasion she'll actually get elemental stones and stuff. And so I had to wait until I actually cleared a couple of gym leaders until I finally got that call, raced back all the way to Golden Rod City, got the stone, evolved my Weeping Bell finally <laughs> into Vitry Bell, and end up teaching the thing Sludge Bomb. It already had Razor Leaf and everything, but I managed to take out the rest of the Kanto gym leaders. The only one that really was a challenge was when I decided to, okay, let's face off against Sabrina first thing, you know, with her freaking level 43 Alakazam and stuff. Ha, yeah, that was not a smart decision. Not only did it outsped, but it hit and knocked out, like, knocked out my party members with, like, with one second attack because of how fast and how powerful the damn special attack is for that Pokemon. 
But, uh, nah. I beat all the other gym leaders and stuff. Right now, my party are aiming to get into the mid-50s. My initial goal is to have them all in mid-50s before going and facing off against Red and his team. Starts off with a level 81 Pikachu. I have to somehow make sure I don't get any type of like paralysis hit against one of my party members. But once it's down, I have a level 73 Espeon in order to try to take against, right? Espeon is similar to that of Alakazam to where it's, it's speedy. It has a lot of special attack. And so what I have to do is be able to withstand one of those psychic attacks. Because only one of my Pokemon did, and that was my Feraligator. But, yeah, it is very fast, very deadly. But all I know is as long as I take out the Pikachu, the Espeon, and obviously the Snorlax and stuff, because that's Red's team, you know, Pikachu, Espeon, Snorlax, and then the three starters evolve, so Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise. All of those, you know, I have to go through. And they're, like, in their 70s. Obviously, the one with that, the 81 and stuff for Pikachu. But, yeah, other than that, though, I mean, that's going to be the final part of, like, the Pokemon Crystal playthrough. I know I've got at least about an hour or two, I think, left until I can finally challenge Red and see how crazy this matchup's going to be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it for me for what I've been playing. All right. Um, I've been playing a couple games. Um... One I already talked about last week. Uh, you know, I'm gonna talk about uh, Final Fantasy and Rebirth first. Uh, I played the demo. Okay. Um, I was when they when they did the state of play, like I'm like, oh okay, they're doing like, I, I wasn't gonna play it because I thought it wasn't gonna be like the very beginning. I, I didn't want to like play a section then replay it again in a few weeks. Um, the cool thing is is like I don't know if the um, Nibelheim flashback is the very beginning, but it's once you leave Midgard, like in the main game, the first game, um, the the original. Final Fantasy Seven, I, I guess I don't know. It's very, it's so difficult now. We talk about this thing, but that's like about a, I don't know, twenty minutes or so to an hour, depending on what you do. Um, after you leave Midgard, that to where you get to the Nibelheim flashback, if I remember correctly. Um, so I'm guessing this is like either right at the beginning, or this is like that. This is either the very beginning, or it's close to the beginning of the game. So like, all right, cool. And it's about a two hour, hour and a half to two hour section, depending on what you do. Uh, and it's like I said, it's the Nibelheim flashback. It takes place, I believe, about five years before the like uh, Final Fantasy VII, like where you, modern day is. Um, and like it's kind of like the kind of like the origin story of like Sephiroth and like kind of um, you know him becoming evil and like with him in Cloud of like why they have this rivalry. Um, and my God, Gables, it's just so fucking cool. It's so hype. I love it. Um, <laughs> Like they do, like there's like the famous photo, like the famous image of him on like on Sephiroth, like with the flame and stuff like that. It was so cool. Like when I played uh, remake the first time, uh, when it came out launch 2020, I had no idea what any of that. Like they kind of teased it in the first game a lot, but I didn't understand it, didn't know what it meant. And then when I replayed it again in 2022, I did. I played Final Fantasy VII the original one, and then went back and played it, and it was like everything was so much. Was like it just made everything so much better, and like. Everything meant so much more replaying, like playing it a second time, not now knowing where everything leads to. Um, and obviously I already knew like, you know, some of the big, like, like obviously at the end of disc one, what that meant. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean like oh, seeing that like in like, but 2024 graphics. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. This uh, games shouldn't look this goddamn good. Gables Tifa shouldn't be this hot. 
Um, I shouldn't have these type of thoughts about an animated character. Uh, but anyways, um, it's the cool thing is Gibbles, the first person you play as in this goddamn game, you play as fucking Sephiroth, which is incredible. Uh, huh. they built a whole fucking like battle system for him as a guy. Like I'm assuming you'll never like in, in the original game. I don't believe you ever play as Sephiroth again. You don't actually play mm-hmm. as Sephiroth in the original game. So like they built this whole battle system for a guy that you're probably not gonna actually play anymore. Uh, for the rest of this franchise. Um, but like, he was awesome. He had this whole, like, it was fun just playing as him. Uh, and like, I just love, like, how much they added to it and, like, the way they, like, kind of, like, lean into, like, all the, like, the funny dumb shit. Like, like why is Tifa in, like, a a, uh, a cowboy get a, like outfit and everything like that? And it's just, like, <laughs> they kind of keep that around and, like, they kind of lean into it. And it's like, oh, she's just, you know. Uh, but I, I love it. And, like, they make him fucking like some like some of the scenes like and i don't want to spoil like a lot of this but like um for people like just just play it but like they definitely do a great job of making like sephiroth like just a incredible like at the end of that demo like they just make him like the ultimate bad guy um that last like 10 minutes is just incredible what do with him but like the boss fight oh my god i got like my eyes welled i got chills so during there's a there's a fight like he's um uh, guys a materia guardian i believe he's like well like the main boss of like this flashback and he's towards the end of the demo and you're you're fighting with you know you're fighting a sephiroth and cloud you can switch between them and there's always like that there's the final phase seven like their main battle theme and mm-hmm. they tie in like just mix in Sephiroth's theme with the battle theme. Uh, and it was just, it was so good. And like when they go, do, 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 and they hit that, I can't, I have no rhythm, but if, uh, if no beat, whatever, but like, if you know what I mean, if you're, if you know the Sephiroth theme, you kind of know where I'm going, but that part hit. I like, it just, like it all mixed at like, the perfect time. And I just like instantly got chills. And I was like, once again, like I got so, like, I got so hyped. And so I got so many chills and, uh, goosebumps then my eyes walled up I'm like this is incredible like it wasn't like the boss <laughs> fight was cool but it was like the music just like everything with it like it's like Final Fantasy 16 sometimes like it's like everything it's just a combination of everything that just makes it just makes everything so much better and like man they did the same thing again here um, I'm so I'm so happy with this uh, like, I, like we thought about like it's so easy for Nintendo to fuck up the next console it, it's not it's not out of the world of possibility that Square Enix completely fucks this whole thing up. Uh, this is the same same company that put up, I know it's a different entire team and different you know and everything like that, but they put out Foam Stars this week and uh, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, so um, yeah, I, it, it's it's great, it's fantastic. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil anything for people that maybe they haven't pre played the re the remake yet and are planning on it or are currently doing it because right, none of the games come out soon or maybe you're planning on playing the demo you haven't got around to yet. But man, it's so good. Um, and it's like if you had any concerns, like it's just it's just they did a great job of like they didn't completely overhaul anything. They just built upon what they have so far, and uh, man, it's so good. And uh, I'm gonna put like 40 hours in, into just the gold saucer alone. Uh, that's yeah, I'm gonna put more time in the gold saucer I think than I will probably uh, the the rest of the game combined. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other game I've been playing this week, unfortunately. Um, his Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I did finish it. I beat it. <laughs> um, I beat it on Tuesday. Um, it was funny. Like you know, I was putting the show notes together and putting everything, all the information together today, and I was like typing in what I've been playing. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I beat Suicide Squad. I beat that game on Tuesday. And I just, 
<laughs> I beat that game and I just never thought about it. I I gave it zero thought after I beat it. I was just like, all right, well, that's the thing I, I played. Uh, and it was just after like, thought. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to talk about it. Like, what do I even have to say? Like, I kind of went back. I started listening to like what I talked about last week. Um, when I was like five hours in and it's like everything I said after five hours in, it's kind of the same where it's just the game doesn't evolve ever. Like after like three or four hours, you kind of like outside of the story, obviously, um, as far as gameplay goes, you've experienced the game. They don't really add any wow. new abilities. Uh, they don't add, there's no new map. Like the, the map is the map from the beginning of the game, um, which could be good or bad, but like, it looks like there's another section they're going to open up. Like, Oh, okay. At a certain point, they're going to like add that over unlock. Never, that never happened. Um, like the, so, so they finally like about halfway through the main story. They, uh, they, um, they do like, cause there's no fast travel in the game. They finally give you a fast travel point to the, the hall of justice, which is where, you know, like the justice league's like home bases. And, um, like you can fast travel cause that's basically where like, that's where all like the people are, um, Ar- Argus is, um, that's, you know, that's where you gotta go talk to the 17 different uh, merchants in there with your 47 different types of currency that never make <laughs> any sense to you. Uh, just like every other fucking, um, you know, games and service game has. Um, mm. and what's stupid though, is like, you think when you like build out this map, you know, you would put it like in the center or make it like a, like you want to put it in a place where like, all right, this is the middle and I can like, it's kind of like we play tears of the kingdom. Like the home base in tears of the kingdom is pretty much not dead center, but it's pretty close to the middle, you know? Yeah. Um, in, but I guess also they have like 12 different fast travel points as well. Uh, this game has one and it's a hall of justice and it's in the very Southeast part of the map. And it's like, why? Like, so you built one fast travel point and you put it in the furthest corner of the map from everything else. Um, you know, and I start. I was doing a bunch of, there's like, I don't know, 15, 20 different like side missions you can do, uh, for mm-hmm. each character, but they're all like just the, ex- there's only like four different types of like actual missions in the game. And they're all kind of like the same mission over and over again. Like I talk about that. Like one is like, all right, there are, you got to go save people for Argus. Uh, and you put them on your little pokeball thing and you take them to the bus and you get like, you, you have to like fight the enemies, uh, to like save them from them bring to the bus and the bus takes off and then you, your mission solved or like, Hey, there's an A and a B section and like, we're trying to hack into this, but enemies are taking it over. Um, and it's almost like domination in like call of duty or something where like, you know, you gotta like, they're taking Bravo and you gotta go, you gotta shoot all and kill all the enemies and like knock them out of the area. So then you can hack, uh, and then, you know, take that over and you gotta basically do that until you, you just get both. Um, and then there's, I think there's one other one, but the, but anyways, they're all like basically the same thing with like a different, color paint on it and then the side missions are all those over again but they had a thing where it's like well you can only kill enemies with grenades or you can only kill so there's like one thing like you can only kill people with counter or with melee or counter attacks melees you can only kill people by it's like they, they rip it right out of like doom and doom eternal where like in doom and doom eternal like you like shoot an enemy enough before you kill them they'll have like a glow over them you can melee them yep and they'll drop ammo and health and shield stuff like that this game did the same thing where you can shoot them in the leg and then that will do it, and you get like a blue blue glow, and then you can melee them. Um, and mm. what's annoying though is like at a certain point you get like this thing called affliction, which is like a, it's almost like a you know like um, 
Some enemies will burst into flame while your freeze enemies are like a poison one where like they'll go crazy and they'll start attacking their own teammates. But when you do that, you can't do melee. Like you can't do the thing where they turn blue and you can eliminate them that mm-hmm. way. So there was one mission, side mission I was doing. I did like three times. And you have to like, you know, it's, it was one of those ones where you had to like kill them all a certain amount of time. But you can only kill them through the melee attack. And like I kept, I, I turned off all the affliction. So I, none of my weapons, nothing I, I did did any affliction damage. So because you can't kill them if, if they're like being affected by that. And I don't know what was doing it. All, all my, I took them off all of, all of the bots in my team. I took them off myself. And they were still fucking turning, getting afflicted. And so I couldn't count. So I, like three times in this mission. And I, I, I couldn't defeat them in the time limit because I'm like, well, fuck. I can't kill them because they're like, they're being, I, I, I was like, I was like fucking pulling my goddamn hair out. I'm like this fucking, like, why am I even doing it? I hit the wall where I'm just like, why? I'm not even liking this. Why am I doing these? Like, there was I was doing like, oh, they take two, three minutes and like I'm just doing them to do like there, there's no benefit. Really, you get when you when you do a mission, you get one gun and you get one side thing. That's all you get. And half the shit doesn't even like it doesn't fucking matter. Like you get like <laughs> you like you build up combos and shit like, oh, you, you, had a, you had a 40 times combo so you can do more damage like and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. I don't even notice the combo when I'm playing the fucking game. Like all the skill trees are based around all, like most of the skill trees uh, abilities you get from this are all pretty much all based around fucking the combo meter going up. And like, oh, you do more damage from headshots with, with the combo. meter. It doesn't fucking matter. Like you don't feel anything. There's no like when you shoot people, you don't feel like the effects of actually hitting anybody. There's just mm-hmm. so much color and so much bullshit just thrown at you that nothing fucking matters. I don't even know what I'm getting hit. I don't even know what I'm hitting them. I don't know what I'm killing them. Nothing. It just nothing fucking matters. And I got to the point where like, there was like certain missions you do like, Hey, if you play as Harley, you get double XP from doing these missions. But I was playing the whole thing as dead shot. Cause he's just kind of like the, the all around guy. And I was, I was playing through him and I just playing as Harley and all like, they all have like different abilities. And, like they all have different ways to like, get around the map and they all just fucking suck. Like the traversal is garbage on all of them. Uh, but it's like dead shots. Just like he has a jetpack, So it's probably the easiest like one, especially when you're in combat trying to like traversal around it's just it's just fucking chaos. There's just so much bullshit happening on the screen that doesn't fucking matter. That it just sucks. All of it sucks. <laughs> and I was doing these side missions, and I was doing like, why am I playing as these characters? Like, I barely like playing as Deadshot, and I'm maining him. Why do I? Why am I doing that? Like, why am I playing as Captain Bo- fucking Boomerang? I don't give a fuck about his shit. I don't want to go around with a shotgun. Like his his traversal with the fucking Boomerang sucks. Fucking the whole goddamn like. I, so at a certain point, I was just like, I'm just gonna play through all the shows dead shot i don't give a shit about the mm. boosts or anything like that because like it doesn't matter because like the, doing these side quests like why am i doing it because like i the, like when you when you have final oh when you finally hit level 30 you have to hit like you have to go to like you have to the level cap with each individual character you have to play like okay they don't all gain like playing you gotta go and play as all of them to hit level 30 and then when you hit level 30 there's like the master skill tree and they just never end and then like every time you go up a level gables you know what you get you can no. like, you can get like, hey, your your HP, uh, your max HP goes up by 05 percent. Oh. Your attack goes up 05 percent. Your critical hit rate goes up 075 percent. That's it. That's the fucking like master skill tree when you hit the level cap with like with your with your main. And I was like, I, I oh. hit that with like two missions to go, and I'm like, 
why am I doing like why am I wasting anymore? So I finally just like went to the end. And I, I finally I'm like I finally just stopped in the side missions because like I'm not even liking this. I'm just getting madder. But I, I don't know why. Like, <laughs> but it's just like I, I'm I'm just a dumb fucking human being that likes to see numbers go up. I guess uh, I don't know why I was doing them. But anyways, I finally get to the end. The fucking spoiler. Brainiac's the final boss. You fight Brainiac, and it is literally Gable's fucking literally a repeat of a former boss fight. What? Yes. Really? You just... Okay, I'm... Spoiler. I'm just gonna... Gables, you don't care about spoil fucking... No, I don't care. I'm not gonna play this game. So, um... You fight... You fight, um... Like, Flash, Green Lantern, uh... Uh Batman, and Superman, Mm -hmm. and then Brainiac. Those are, like, the five main fights. Um... They're all basically the same fight, but, like... They all kind of happen in, like, an arena. And they're all kind of the same formula. And they all all go, Batman, you would think Batman Gables would be the potentially the coolest one, yeah, by far the worst. Oh it, wow, it, fucking terrible. They like they try to do like it's a playoff of like the Scarecrow missions from like the or, the Arkham games, but yeah. it's somehow ten times worse. We just fight. It's like honestly, it reminds me of remember the end of Mass Effect two that final boss fight. Yeah, just fighting the giant fucking human uh, specter or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. Uh, it's just that mission. It's literally <laughs> that mission, but with like then that's all it is, and it's you're just shooting this giant fucking Batman scarecrow thing, and it is trash. Um, I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is this is it. This is this is the boss fight, and then the Flash and Green Lantern and Superman ones are all the same, like basically the same. That you're in an arena, you gotta like you gotta counterattack them. Uh, like they they have like a willpower. You gotta knock the willpower down. And then, then you can do damage to him. That's what I want to do. I want to kill the will of the, the Justice League. Uh, and then like, you just counter shot him and then you shoot him and then like you just kill him. And then, like, spoiler, you killed the Justice League. Um, <laughs> and then you get the Brainiac. And Brainiac is literally just, he just uses the Flash's ability. <laughs> You're just fighting Brainiac, but as the Flash. And that's the final mission. <laughs> and it sucks. And then Gables, Gables, you want to know what the, what the end game shit is? So they no, set it up, people. They set it up for you. This is the end of the Arkham world, the Arkham universe. This uh-huh. is how it ends. This is the whole thing. You kill Batman. Batman's just dead. That that Batman you played in three games, technically four. Yeah. You, you just killed him. He's dead. It, it still doesn't fucking matter. None of it fucking matters. So Gables, the end. So what you do was like before you go and fight Brainiac, you got to do these three things to like take down his defenses to like go in and fight him. But you don't fight the Brainiac in your world. You fight Brainiac in the multiverse. You fight a different Brainiac from a different, uh, you un- oh, different uh, universe. So you go, you go to Earth two. You fight that Brainiac. You kill that Bra- the Flash Brainiac. But when you do these three missions that break down their defenses, you you have to earn points, enough points to then therefore go fight Brainiac. Okay. But when you find out the reason why this Brainiac is taking over, he's taking over all thirteen. There's thirteen Brainiacs, and they've all taken over all the worlds by teaming up together. So okay. you have to like do this r- rinse, wash, repeat of fighting, of like doing these fucking bullshit defense uh, missions that earn you enough points. So then, once you earn enough points, then you can go in and fight fucking Brainiac again. You got to fight all thirteen Brainiacs. You have to do these missions thirteen <laughs> times, thir- the same missions over and over again, thirteen times to finally actually beat the game. How the fuck? Is anybody supposed to want to do that? You know, that I, is I just, don't know. dude. What it sounds like to me is the this is how they combated 
the whole aspect of having like a lot of those like freaking like live service aspects to this game. They just made it incredibly stupid to where they wanted to repeat the same type of missions literally 13 times. Mm -hmm. 13 times in order for you to try to beat this game. They thought by, hey, let's just have all these different universes that Brainiac goes through and infests and stuff. And, you know, with his influence, with his everything else, that you're going to go to each individual universe from those different you know, yeah. aspects of the DC universe, and you're going to have to go forth and do these exact same missions and exact same things again. It's like, yeah, that is so fucking lazy. Yeah. And it, it would not be a thing if they actually focused on good quality content with just the one overworld. Yeah. Um, I just like, I talked about last week, Gables. I, you know, it's funny. I, I was like, I have nothing more to say. And I just went on for 15 minute rant about this thing. Uh, it's just, like I, it's look, the PTSD. I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, like, man, I wasted like a good chunk of my fucking vacation on this fucking thing. Uh, it was like I, I was like actively like playing when I was playing this game. I would stop it and actively go shit, do, go do other stuff, just to not play this game anymore. Like to stop playing this game. <laughs> like I just pause it and I just go wander off for like 30, 40 minutes. Just because I don't want to play it anymore. But I'm like, I bought it. I need to, you know, I'm on, like, I um, play it. Like I'm, 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 I'm. I'm the story is great. The character, like everything, the voice acting, all that is so good. Metropolis is a cool fucking world, and every, it's just everything in it sucks. Um, like th just playing the game moment to moment is awful, and it's just like that. I don't know, five percent of the time when you're not playing the game, and you're watching the game. It's awesome. Um, and I, I just like <sighs> like one of the biggest selling points is the fact that it's like, oh, it's like the sequel to Arkham and like that universe, and it's like. But it's also like the biggest, massive, most fucking insulting thing you can do to this is like by saying that. Like, okay, I get it. But it's like, this is how you treat that Batman. That's how you treat him. That This is Kevin Conroy's last time as that Batman. I, I, I just, I can't believe it. Disgraceful. Like, yeah. Like, I don't even know how much I blame the devs. Like, this is probably just... Some I blame Warner company. Brothers. I don't blame really the devs. I think yeah. it's Warner Brothers because they wanted this to be a free-to-play game. They knew well, the how popular that... Yeah. yeah, the games of the service game. They knew how popular this Batman series of games were, and they just wanted more of that as a live service until gamers did a backlash thing when like Suicide Squad was first revealed and stuff, and then the leaked photos of it being like sort of like that games to service thing where mm -hmm. you have to do similar things to like a looter shooter type of shit and they lost their shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, man, it's just like, I can have fun. Like I played a lot of seven out of tens and I, I have fun with them. Like, I, you know, I, I love playing a game that like I can just put a podcast on and just like kill, lose time. And I put a lot of time in like destiny or fucking like Fortnite and shit like that. Where I just put a pod. I'm not even listening like to the audio. I'm just listening to podcasts and I'm just zoning out. And it's just it's just it's like you know it's junk food, and like I don't have to pay attention. I just don't. I don't, I'm putting in minimal attention, and I'm just you know having a, I'm having a good time like that. Um, and this sucks. This is like <laughs> bad Taco Bell. Um, it's oh it's, god. It's like you buy it and you're excited for it, and it's just like oh this has like been sitting under a fucking uh a light for three hours this is that game 
Um, it's all crusty. I yeah. mean, it's not tasty Hard. whatsoever. It tastes yeah. dry. Dried out. Yeah. The chicken is a little bit chewy. Then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, like all of a poisoning? sudden, you get food poisoning from yeah. it as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's this game. Um, man, it's just what could have been. Yeah, like, man, I don't know. Like, I, I just hope that um, you know the 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 employees there don't have to pay the price because some dumb shits. I don't understand how video games work. Made them make this game, and then a bunch of people are going to lose their job. Which, unfortunately, it's probably what's going to happen. I won't be shocked in a few months. Uh, this game didn't meet what they were expecting for sales-wise, and then they have to lay a bunch of people yeah. off. Um, so, but that'll probably happen, and it's unfortunate because, um, man, we know that team is fucking incredibly talented. But I don't know. Like, if you thought this game was going to be anything, when the when the creators left uh, of Rock City left last year, um, that should have been like, hey. Giant, red flag. Yeah, red flag there. Hey, this is not going to be great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was, like I said, I was hoping to, like, I wasn't expecting, like, a 9 out of 10. I was like, if this can just be, like, a fun 12, 15-hour, you know, just give me a good time with with a good story. And, like, that's all I'm asking for here. And it's, like, so much worse than that. So much worse than, like, even, like, I was, like, expecting, like, hey, it's, like, I was saying a few weeks ago, I'm, like, I, I'm expecting, like, a low 70s, maybe high 60s score for this thing and it's like i think it's like a six, it's at 63 and that's too high yeah I, it's just too high i don't understand how it's a 63 um i would rather play i'd rather play redfall yeah you know yeah. you know your game is bad that uh you know when your game is bad is when you have negative reviews taken off of it freaking on steam yeah. what's, <laughs> what's weird though gables is it's like, on steam like it's eighty four percent positive reviews, dude. There was over nine thousand, I think, negative reviews on that damn thing on Steam, apparently, and a lot of that stuff was taken off literally overnight, hmm. like literally overnight. That. And now it's got like an eighty three percent like positive or something like that on Steam. Okay, maybe that, which okay. kind of, but you know that. what? I think it's really telling though. I feel like WB. Is trying to scrub any type of negativity off of this game already because of how terrible the commercial scores are and how heavily this thing is being advertised on TV. Yeah, I mean, for God's sakes, in the middle of NBA games, like my, I was, my dad was watching the Warriors game tonight. They won, by the way, but they were playing Suicide Squad commercials inside of this fucking yeah. NBA game, like during the commercial breaks, during all oh, these other on, like it was TV on TNT, events, which is the WB. Yeah. Uh, uh, channel, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, Gables, I'm after this podcast, I'm gonna try to scrub every memory I have of this fucking game for my brain. So I'm, I'm gonna have to drink like seven more beers, but I'll get there. Um, and trade it into GameStop. Yeah, definitely <laughs> gonna trade it. Like, yeah, trade it into GameStop, and yeah, hopefully get some value back in that. Which I don't know. If that game is not worth anything. So uh, it shouldn't be worth anything. Uh, it's a fucking turd. Uh, but anyways. Um, <laughs> That's it for the show this week. I don't. I didn't. I really did not anticipate a twenty-minute rant on Suicide Squad. I thought I was gonna spend like five minutes on it and move on uh, with my life. But I, I just had to get that out before I, before I moved on. So, uh, but uh, so overall, how like what would you rate Suicide Squad if you had to give it a number out of ten? Yeah. Oh boy, like it's not horribly broke. It's not broken. There's some bugs, uh, like there's some frame rate drops, but it's not like 
I would say it's pretty polished. You know, it's like there were some weird issues I had here and there, but it wasn't like overly. So it's like, I don't want to sit there and say it's a four um, or anything like it's bad, bad. Um, I would say like, I think like IGN, like a five is okay. Okay. I'd say okay. Yeah, I'd say a five, maybe five, four point seven five. <laughs> like four point seven. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do quarter star here. Uh, quarter stars. I'm gonna do four point seven five out of ten. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's all. That's pretty much the podcast for this week. If you guys stuck around to the end here, I you know, we appreciate it. Please hit that like button. Hit that uh, subscribe button or. You listen to us on Apple or Spotify or any other pod- podcast service. Do the same thing. Five star review, leave comments, share with your friends, tell your friends. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. There are disc- uh, links down below in the description. So if you can just click on those, they'll take you right to where you need to go and check us out on there. Retweets, all that stuff. Appreciate if you did that for us. Uh, but I was host. I was Tyler. I've been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, have yourself a fun time playing some awesome video games. And thank you for listening to another fun filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. If I mail you my copy of Suicide Squad, would you play it? Mm. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's me. I not. hope you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I would never do that. That's just too mean. That's too mean. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>